podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Or whenever you're deciding to listen to this podcast, number one, thank you for joining. Number two, you know, another Wednesday where I just kind of fell behind the mark of our general five o'clock. And, uh, you know, there's no real good excuse, good people, outside of the fact that you run out of steam and we just got to honor sleep. I am no stranger to shortcutting sleep to get it done. But I am really trying to be intentional on, I've I've got to give myself time to recover. Because if I don't, I'll be sick and down and out for the count. And I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my body. And honestly, we're no more productive with less sleep. So I'm taking those moments to honor my sleep. But I also recognize how stalling us to be able to get out of the gate one time. And so I really need to switch up the strategy if I really want to keep things activated, especially with us, because, you know, we have a good working flow and it pains me when I'm behind the mark. So a little bit of grace and goodness, good people. It really will help me. I know it will help you. Um, and I hope that was helpful uh, with back to school coming up. Oh my goodness, the time just went fast. And you know, good people, I love a good plan. I love a good plan. And if there's one thing about life and the workings of the day, shoot, it can gobble up a well-formed plan and completely life will completely obliterate a loose plan. (laughs) Not to mention the plan that was like maybe kind of there, like as a thought, you can forget about it. So one thing of many things I have learned in this life, though, is that um, life will bring around, just as much as it gobbles up a plan, a well thought out plan, or, you know, obliterate a loose plan. One thing that it will do is it that life continues to undulate windows or pockets of opportunity for something that was once gobbled up to be reconsidered. Like the pocket or the window will open back up. And so a couple of words that I have for that this week is be creative and go. Right, man, sometimes... I just want, for the better part of me, things to be so well laid out and so thought out and meticulous and just uh, meticulously laid out and and just, oh, all the things. Not like this cipher where you have to decode and encode and figure out what it means. But no, just well laid out. I know what I'm going to say. I know how I'm going to say it. I know what points I'm trying to make. And then boom, something happens. You don't have what you need. Can't remember some tips and you just have to go. And so that's what this episode is about, going. Uh, And we'll talk more on this 
after some for the culture trivia. That's right, for the culture trivia. So I told you we're back to school, and so back to school means we got to spend a little more time activating that brain. That's right. You know, it, we're not. We're still on the hook for things that we're learning too. We're still on the hook for all the things that we could be bringing to the table. So we are still on the hook for some extra long trivia today. I got a few extra questions. Instead of our usual four to five, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What if it's bugging you out that I didn't do 10? I just got to keep you on your toes. So you're just going to be bugged by me today. All right, you ready? Get activated. Let's go. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch what? What's two times two times two? How many sides are on the sides of a pentagon? True or false, snakes smell with their tongue. How many eggs are in three dozen eggs? Who was the first American woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean? Who painted the Mona Lisa? Which state has the most earthquakes? Is it A, Nevada, B, Utah, or C, California? America is named after Christopher Columbus, Amerigo Vespucci, or Ferdinand Magellan. Get your answers locked in because your time's up now. All right. How well did you do? What do you think? How, how, how did you? Yeah. You think? No. Hmm. Okay. Let's do it. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. If you said two times two times two was eight, you'd be in great space. Yes, you will. How many sides are on a pentagon? If you said five, then you'd be right in line. True, false. Snakes smell with their tongues. Yes, they don't have like nostrils and no, well, big noses like we do, but they can't, they do have the ability to smell with that tongue. How many eggs are in three dozen? Well, if you think 12, not a baker's dozen, but if you think 12 times three is 36, and you said 36, you'd be correct. Now, if I said how many eggs are in three baker's dozen, then you'd be, we'd be having different math going on, right? That's right. Who was the first American woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean? If you said Amelia Earhart, you'd be correct. I wonder how many women flew after her first uh, solo trip. I wonder what that rate is now. I don't know. I'd be enlightened to know. Uh, Who painted the Mona Lisa? Not Leonardo DiCaprio, but Leonardo da Vinci of the da Vinci Code. See another cipher? I really like that book. That was a really good book. 
uh, Jonathan Brown, I think. But anyway, that's a really good read. Really like that one. Um, which state has the most, most earthquakes? Is it A, Nevada, B, Utah, or C, California? We're going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Actually, we're not. We're actually headed up north a little bit because we've got some re- really great news that I want to share with all of you, but I'll wait until after we answer that last question. America is named after Christopher Columbus, Amerigo Vespucci, or Ferdinand Magellan. Come on, you people. Amerigo Vespucci is the correct answer. And there you have it. Those are famous explorers through the course of our time. And that is, that is what we know. So I hope you did well. Hope you, hope you were able to ace your back to school test. And if not, we have more coming next week as we, uh, work to close out the series and give myself a much needed break. So really quickly, good people, this is really exciting. Um, and exciting insofar as just the news. So, um, if you're new here, first of all, let me not skip past the opportunity to say thank you for being here. This is important, um, to have you here. I feel incredibly honored that you would be so resourceful insofar as like coming here and sharing space with us and and being a part of our community. And I hope you know that there's space for you here, even if you're joining for the first time. Now, if you've come back week over week and season over season and podcast episode over podcast episode, that also is not missed on me because man, would this not even be possible without you? So I'm just so forever grateful um, for what you guys bring to the table. And it's kept me uh, somewhat booked and busy. Uh, and I'll, and I'll go into that a little bit more, but good people, we got some news to celebrate. So very quickly. Yes. I dropped it on stories yesterday and in my feed, I will be a breakout session presenter at the university of Finley. So this isn't my first rodeo at this institution because, you know, there's a couple of episodes and seasons past where. I've shown up on site and we've done a little engagement and strategizing with some of their uh, students in the College of Business. Thank you, Dr. Overton, for your grace and acceptance over these years. But uh, Dr. Overton is out here um, kicking butt and taking names, y'all. She implemented and started a conference. And of course, she left space for me. She invited me into this conference and I am so forever grateful, um, that she has kept me in mind and remembered me, um, to be able to be in the space where she's doing her professional work and inviting a close personal relationship to whom she's never worked with before, like in, in that sort of capacity. Uh, but it has been in a personal and personal professional way. And so again, Dr. Overton, I wish I really had that sound. I got to figure out how to get it. Um, Congratulations 
on what seems to be like just a well-working engine of a conference your first season out. And I am just blessed to be able to have space. And I hope I can bring a little bit of fire to it to help those participants as well. Um, so good people, we out here doing conferences and, and, and all that, all of that, all of that. So, um, really excited. Congratulations, Dr. Overton. Uh, we're headed up North, uh, September 8th. Hey, take a look. There's a countdown timer on so my social media at the midweek muscle. I will be encouraging you. It's a women's conference, but if you are within the sounds of my voice and you happen to not identify as a woman, uh, but rather you identify as non-binary or transgendered or male, I still encourage you to show up at one of the true base marks or benchmarks of learning comes from that of which you don't know or that of which you want more understanding so you can truly um, get a sense of what others are saying as they have to operate in spaces uh, of of working. Why am I so like strong on women in the workforce, in the workplace? Is because I am a woman in the workforce, in the workplace. And there are some strong patriarchies that women just have to deal with and work through, um, that maybe you, like, you may not know or understand, you know, even in the season of doing work with nonprofits over the last five years, I've ran into statements and comments from, um, you know, those who have decision-making authority who have placed, uh, labels and titles on me, uh, that I felt like were undeserving or made remarks towards me that I felt like were unmotivating or, um, just really defeating. Uh, and I'll give you an example. I am a person of color and yes, you will notice that I'm a person of color. As soon as I jump on site, my skin is real brown, brown, and I love it. Right. But how many remarks have I had over the years walking into a classroom or an assembly or like a small group session where it's been like, you know, the youth like me for da da da. But, you know, when I, my personal life, uh, you know, I like a little cream with cream with my coffee. I like, I, I like a little, I like my coffee black. So if you don't know what that reference is, the, the, the social reference to that is that I like black women or women of color. And I just so happen to be a, a member within a different ethnicity. And I'm just letting you know without letting you know that. And so again, like things like that, we're navigating through that and having to do an excellent job. Like, wow, that, that really comes up. So again, what are some of the other things that may come up for other women in the industry that you may not even think about because you either don't work in that industry or because they just don't take the time to share it because of other things that they may be fearful of, uh, coming up like retaliation or 
minimizing it because it's like, it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things, but it really is. And leaning into these women conferences really make a difference because these things slowly over time uh, create self-esteem issues. And man, does it start to attack your psyche and your belief of self and your system. So I'm really strong on that. And I think that there's a lot that could be learned, just like there's a lot to be learned when I go into a room uh, with young men and they tell me their personal um, battles and their triumphs and their, their downfalls. So again, I think learning is for everybody. And so I just particularly advocate that if you're in a space to do that, do Right, you may learn uh, what folks are going through, and it can create some empathy. It can create some pathways. Um, so, thank you for listening to that rant, real quick. But, uh, good people, back to school is here, and it came fast. Right, I remember being and feeling overwhelmed because the summer was going by so fast, and very quickly for this week, with the time that we have left, I want you. If you can, if your budget will allow, I want you to go to the store this week and take advantage of a school supply item that will help you to spark creativity, something that will inspire creativity. Why? Well, first of all, new school supplies fill my bucket. Fresh post-it notes, markers, pens, the sound of fresh lids popping off like the paper ripping off. I just love it. Uh, and I don't know why this real nerdy, but I really love it. Uh, over the last three years though, prices have gone exponentially higher than usual. So, uh, do what your budget says, not what I say. Uh, but I also want you to, um, organize yourself accordingly within your budget. Like think about something that would benefit your current life flow, but spark some creativity. Get an item that you can do something with immediately. So if it's post-it notes and you're writing yourself a whole bunch of post-its for like to-do lists, okay, well, let's start there. You're getting into the habit of creating a to-do list or at least what you grow tired of doing in the physical does exist in the metaphysical or the digital uh, lane. And so once you get used to doing the post-it notes or the to-do list and you get tired of making ways, guess what? You can ultimately create a digital to-do list. Ta-da! You see where I'm going there? Um, or if you don't want to waste the paper and you're thinking about getting a new piece of tech, well, again, do what your budget says you can do. Um, but use your tech in a space that sparks you. So let's say it's some, you know, it's some quick ear headphones or uh, ear earbuds or something like that. Well, what can you do with it? Well, immediately use those to not just jump into music. I love music. I don't know about you. I would want to jump into music right away, but I'd have to push myself maybe into listening to a book instead or Maybe look up some YouTube videos on how to do something like, Hey, how do I create this item? How do I hang this piece of furniture? Do like look up something that will help you use that piece of tech 
do something that you've been wanting to do creatively. Maybe it's something simple. It doesn't have to be this big old, big old project. Like I want to hang a new piece of art. How can I do that and not put holes in my walls? It will show you and you can use your new piece of tech to help you get that done. Um, what if you need new furniture because you have college students or you want just a quick refresher? Well, should you buy it or can you create it? Like, should you buy that new area rug or can you create a rug? Should you buy that new plant stand or can you make it? You know, like just think about all the, all the things that are available to you that you, you can use to create or make something. I don't know, just throwing out ideas, but in lieu of listening, and this is where I come back to life will, uh, you'll have a well thought out and well oiled plan until life hits you with gobbling up that plan because something comes up or another, um, in lieu of today and listening and trying to honor what your body needs. Sometimes good people, we may not have the budget to go out and buy all these fresh things. So this is why I say spark creativity, because when you do something or create something with your hands, what you're doing is you're developing a coping strategy to deal with some of the stressors that are coming your way. Creative pursuits lend itself to coping strategies. Creative pursuits also lend itself to new ideas and possible new pathways that bring about fresh ideas for your life. Uh, just in uh, Alex Gailey's uh, interview a couple episodes back, she never saw herself as an interior designer. She just started creatively working on her home that she was supposed to build with her fiance. She was so thrilled at being able to chase that creative pursuit that it eventually landed her into a full-blown career. Again, it could just start small. And I'm not saying your creative pursuit will land you into like this big old career or new pathway of life or anything like that. However, one thing it will do is it will create a space of zen because it's creative and you're doing something as an outlet to manage the stress that you're internalizing. And that's important. Uh, why is that important? Because good people, you have to listen and honor what your body needs. And you also have to listen and honor what your soul needs and your soul inspires you. That's the place that is like, it lights you up. It gets you out of bed in the morning. Your soul is the thing that tells you, are you uh, just trying to make it to the weekend or, oh no, I can't wait to get home this evening to work on this project. I can't wait to get home so I could do it right today. I have a making space for it because that's what my soul is being filled up with right? Because the stressors will always be there. Um, and so I reiterate again, I cannot outpace sleep, nor can you, nor should you. Like if you're at the point where you're drinking multiple energy drinks a day, that includes coffee all throughout the day, then we've got to think about what are we neglecting because we're opting in for this measurement. Then we're neglecting sleep. 
just point blank period. So rest is very important. But again, back to these life principles, right? Life will swallow up a great plan and obliterate a loose one. So sometimes you have to just map out your option, use something that's available to you and just go. Last week, good people, I had this opportunity to join this networking event. They said, hey, do you speak? I said, of course I do. They said, hey, would you mind being a panelist on our on, on our event? I said, um, yeah, with little to no time to lay out a plan to see if it aligned with their goals for the, for the networking event. And boom, out of nowhere, out of just flipping nowhere, I had to be ready to offer up guidance to these remote networking professionals on a dime. Again, life will provide the opportunity and I can easily neglect it or say no to it because I'm just not ready. And that would be an honorable thing to say. But then it's like, am I doubting my ability at the, at, at a moment's notice that I cannot fully step into this, even if done on, on the flip of a dime? No, I eat, breathe, breathe and sleep being able to empower and encourage audiences to go out and do their best work. So if I'm not given the opportunity to just go and see what I can make happen, then I'll, then, then when will the ever perfect opportunity come? And so again, uh, I say this week, inspire creativity because just as much as we all love a well thought plan, thought out plan, we can very easily be um, uh, immobilized by that well thought out plan because it's not crafted out enough and I don't want to move unless the plan is very thorough. And again, there will be really great reasons to not move uh, because you don't have a well thought out plan. But I will also say that if this is something that you do, you can make it happen whether you have the plan or not because it's in you. It's already there. It's already there. Now, it might be important to map out what occurs after you did it so you can kind of like go back to it. But sometimes in the moment, all you have to do is just start. Whether it's day one or someday, just starting becomes the, the, the momentum. And yeah, when you first start, it may not be as great as you wanted it to. But that's why we revisit it. So we make it better. Um, I'll tell you this too, is uh, we have to be careful of counterfeit compliments along the way. You know, sometimes we need people in our lives to tell us, oh, that was great. But we also need people in our lives to tell us this ain't great and you can do better. Right? Those those counterfeit compliments are good to feel in the moment. However, they they're they're short lived. They expire. They have a quick expiration date. They expire fast, and they don't help. Because if I did everything great, then there's no need for improvement. There is improvement needed. You know it. I know it. We all owe it to ourselves to improve daily. 
daily. This isn't just a one and done thing. This is daily. And so again, whether it's day one or someday, the key to it is to just go. But what's causing you to go? Because it's a creative pursuit or is it because you just, this was your window of opportunity and I know that this is in me. So I just go. Yes, go. Life will undulate pockets of opportunity to allow you to go again. Only this time better. For me, for me, I think that that's been the spirit of how I've been moving as of late. Like sometimes I just got to go. I've got to go to this networking event and see what I can do. And it creates another opportunity, which creates another opportunity which creates another. Now I can say no at any given time. And that would be okay if I needed sleep or if I needed to manage life things. And trust me, I've said no to myself enough, but now it's time. It's time. Like, Hey, it, there's never going to be the perfect opportunity and you may not have everything laid out and they may not have everything laid out for you. So now it's time to go. Again, inspire creativity. Sometimes you just have to use what's available to you to make it go. And you may not win, but you just might. And from there, it creates other opportunities for you to do even better and even better and even better until you have something that you're like, no, I do this, right? Uh, That's aligned with the 10,000, the slight advantage or the the law of 10,000 hours of mastery. If you keep doing something over and over again, it's what you do. No, like it, you can always improve in it, but no one can deny that that is who, that is what you represent. And so a creative pursuit can start that way. And I'm just trying to inspire creativity as we're going back to school, and as we're rounding out summer for a close, getting ready for fall, getting ready for a new season, And while we're out there, keeping in mind those that are going through a tumultuous season of of tragedy and heartache too, um, you know, our folks out in Maui, um, that's just devastating and terrible. Uh, Thousands of people displaced um, and hundreds of people have lost their lives uh, uh, and countless others that lives have now been altered as a result of the wildfires that has taken over there. And and that's a little bit unique for me because uh, I like to think that Maui was damp and wouldn't do that. Uh, but I could, I, I need learning there. So help me out, good people. Um, but tipping my hat to you this week, spark some creativity, spark creative pursuits. And most importantly, Give appreciation where appreciation is due. Even if you can't find it in a grand space, offer it up in small doses to those around you. And if not those around you, moments of gratitude for yourself. I thank you for that. And I thank you for leaning in this week. Hey, good people. Did you like what was available today? Um, I encourage you. There's episodes upon episodes that you can listen to that you can uh, be a part of. You can be a part of this community in a really great way. Uh, And also reach out. Let me know what you thought. Jay-Z at the Midweek Muscle or 
at the midweek muscle on all social medias. Hey, listen, I'm happy to be here in this space with you next week. Tune in. I'll meet you right here. Earlier time, same spaces. And I cannot wait for our time to come together because this is my Zen, even though I have to honor what my body is telling me at the same time. I love you guys. I thank you and cheers to an to another week that we get to do life and be inspired to do it in a way that creatively fills us up. I love you guys. I thank you and let's make it a powerful week. And as always, let's go. Mm-hmm.